I believe, the best voice for the Jewish people anywhere in the world. That's a lot there. Lizzie Savetsky, that's a lot, huh? A lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure for this <laughs> five-foot-one little girl, and I'm grateful. And I just, I honestly, um, I feel very humbled by that introduction. I love being introduced as Ira's wife. It's not often that I get introduced as Ira's wife, but right. I'll, I'll take it. I love, I love being Ira's wife. Right. He's usually Lizzie's husband. Right? <laughs> yes. I know, but he was in here first, and he actually made this happen. So, yes. but I've been dying to get you for weeks, and I think you know that. I've been texting Ira, come on, come on. Well, she broke her ankle. She did this. She did that. How did you break her ankle? I got hit by a car, Sid. I was walking into my building three weeks ago, ten thirty at night on a Monday. How to be a Palestinian? No. Well, that was everyone's first question, Um, and also my first thought, which is not a normal way of thinking. Like, you don't something bad happens, and you're like, was it a hate crime? That's our initial reaction these days because everything is so hostile and volatile. And um, but I'm very lucky to be alive. I I really there's a security video of the accident. The car was going 45 miles an hour, and I uh, busted open my head, had staples in my head, and you're kidding. Yeah. They're gone now, though, right? I don't see them. Oh, Ira took them out. Yeah. Ira took it, them it out. It pays to be married to a plastic surgeon. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look great, uh, oh, but your you. ankle's broken. Is broken, that what happened? yeah. And this was right in front of your apartment, your house? Yeah, it was right in front of my building. Right. So um, it oh. was um, it was really scary and traumatic, and I, I'm just, you know, on the heels of, you know, everything else that's been happening in the yeah. world. So. Yeah. Do you get, uh, because you're so uh, active and because you become such a great voice, I have to imagine that you get death threats or, or oh, very, yeah. all the time. All the time. Every day. Every day. And are you at the point now, because I get them too, not nearly as many as you, but uh, I never take them real seriously. Are you at the point now where you just kind of lamp it off, or do you do you tend to take some of these seriously? I don't. I, if I took every threat I got seriously, it would prevent me from being able to do the work that I do and I can't walk around paranoid. I have a really important job to do right now, and so I try to just keep my blinders on. I try to stay out of my comments. Um, I have my assistant help manage my DMs, and, um, you know, as long as the threats are digital, I don't really take them so seriously, although I do believe when somebody says they want to kill you that they do want to kill you. Right. We have had some more um, physical-type threats, letters to my husband's office, phone calls to his office. Um. But, you know, we try to just stay focused on on the good work we're doing. And I I am a religious person, and I do believe, like, the work that I'm doing is important, and hopefully God will be my bodyguard. It is immensely important, immensely important. Take it from a guy like me, because I was not very religious. I'm a very proud Jew. I'll beat you up if you say something bad about it. Not you, but um, but but I've never been religious. I You know, know, I, I... I celebrate uh, the first couple of days of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, first two days of Passover. After that, I don't go to shul every Saturday. I've started to do some things since October the 7th I haven't done in maybe 40 years. Mm-hmm. So for people like me, your voice is immensely important. Now, you said your job. Now, I'm on your Instagram. I see your, your great messages. You're here today. But what do you do on a daily basis that entails your job? What do you do? So I've... I sort of became an accidental activist. I had started a Instagram account called Accessories Expert. Now I just go by my name, Lizzie Savetsky. But I had started this account uh, in 2013 uh, just as an outlet. I had a full-time job, and I was posting different accessories, designers, accessories, trends, 
Um, and then it evolved, and I but was nothing to do lucky. with Israel. This is just nothing to do with handbags, Israel. basically, right? Yeah, and yeah. then um, and just my witty commentary about being a fashionable mom in New York, and and then um, it evolved, and it was I've always been outspoken about being Jewish, about fighting anti-Semitism, about Israel. It's never something that I hid from the world. I also never thought that it would become my career to be doing that, and. Um, in 2021, during that conflict in Gaza, I made a decision to devote my platform, uh, my primary content to uh, to this, to, to education about Judaism and about Israel. And um, it was a very difficult time for me. That's when the death threats really started. I lost mm. a lot of followers, lost a lot of jobs. And I, I'm so grateful that I did that because I've really had over two years of training to now be able to do what I do, traveling around the world, speaking, and, um, you know, just being a source of education and inspiration for people. Wow. Lizzie Savetsky, now you did mention uh, at one point when you had the accessories website because you're a glamorous, fashionable mom. That's when I became aware of you because uh, at one point I was a big housewife fan. Bravo, I was. (laughs) Uh, My wife still watches some of them, like uh, Beverly Hills and stuff. (laughs) But but, uh, you were on New York. And I knew the older cast, I, you know, in studio, in the same studios. Ramona's been here and Leanne's been here. Luann has been here. And I actually worked, believe it or not, at this station with Ebony Williams years ago. Had oh, wow. No, had no idea she was becoming this, you know, this face for BLM. She was nothing like that. Right. Eight years ago, nothing like that. And then I heard about you. And here you were going to be on New York Housewives. And then you were gone. And I read into it. And there was some anti-Semitic comments. I know you're not going to tell me all of it on the air. Well, tell me off the air. <laughs> on the air. But what happened? Why did it go so badly? And where was Andy Cohen, that jerk off? He's Jewish. There to protect you. I can't stand you know, him, by the way. Um, it's, it, it was, I have no regrets about any of it, but I will tell you that from the get-go, I had a lot of reservations before, uh, even during the casting process. I just wasn't sure it was the path for me. I had already been leaning into this Jewish activist role, and I was worried that this path would either um, muzzle me or it would um, prevent me from being taken seriously in the way that I need to be right now. Right. Um, it would, just so you know. Yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. no, and I wake yeah. up and I thank God every day that, yeah. you know, he protected me from, from this situation. Um, and, I, you know... Even before filming began, I was a complete disaster. Ira will tell you, I was, I was paralyzed. I felt like you nervous. Yes, but not about not in the way that you would think. Not nervous about like being on camera. I was nervous about um, not having control over the narrative, and not because of me as Lizzie Savetsky, but because of me as a representative of the Jewish people in a time of growing anti-Semitism. Yeah, the last thing that I wanted to do was to contribute to the anti-Semitism that we're seeing. And I just had no idea how I would be edited, what would happen. And, you know, I felt that um, it was a big risk. And I was willing to take that risk if it was going to allow me to open up my audience to a much broader audience, which is what I wanted. But it's just, you know, I was very uh, idealistic about the whole thing. Yeah, no, I mean, Ebony can wear a sweatshirt with the Central Park Five, and yeah. get away with that. If you wore a show like I'm wearing today, New York Stands with Israel, you'd get a call from Andy Cohen in two seconds. Lizzie Savetsky, uh, live in studio. Well, I'm glad you didn't do that because 
I hate to say it, but you do lose some credibility if, in fact, you're involved in something as major as you're doing uh, now. Again, traveling around the world uh, on Instagram and all the uh, websites, which I do follow you. Abraham Hamra, he uh, he just sent me a text. He, I know you're very, very close with him. You posted one I of love his. Abraham. Yeah, he's a great dude, too. Listen, he's yeah. out there fighting, guy, you know, him and Joey Borgen and all yeah, these we guys. Yeah, Joey. Yeah, he's a good guy, too. I was holding Joey's mom's hand in the courtroom when... The latest defendant got his sentencing. Just last week, actually, yeah. yes. Should have gotten life in prison, but a whole other story. But we'll take whatever we can get these yeah. days. So what do you think so far? You know, here's Biden. Biden comes out today, and uh, first of all, your shirt reads, Israel is the only liberal democracy in the Middle East, and that's true. Uh, Biden comes out today and says that the reason why Hamas picked October 7th to attack was they became, uh, they, they found out, that he was very, very close, he was, to restoring peace with Israel in the Middle East, Mm -hmm. and they didn't want that. Now, as far as I know, not to make this political, but my friend Donald Trump, my friend, he's the guy that did that, Abraham Accords, Mm -hmm. Jared Kushner. All I know about Biden is is that, in my opinion, he's complicit in these attacks because he's been sleeping with Iran, dating back to his days with Obama for the better part of 10 years. But this son of a bitch came out this morning and said they did (laughs) this because... Not to get political. Yeah, this mother effort because I was about to restore peace in the Middle East, and that clearly aggravated me. You're not as aggravated as I am, I guess. You don't hate Biden as much as I do, so... I don't... I I honestly don't hate Biden. I feel sorry for the guy. I I mean, I I think he just needs to be... He needs to vacate. I mean, he needs to not be be in this... Yeah, you know... board at 4 o'clock. And he's... (laughs) You know, and I have appreciated his... It could have been so much worse, you know, if Obama had been in office. We're seeing Obama's true colors now. But I don't trust Biden's administration at all. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.